0: Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award winning entrepreneur, Hennika Watkins Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Welcome to another episode of The Entrepreneurial You podcast. I am your host and the creator of The Entrepreneurial You, Hennika Watkins Porter. And so if you're new here, welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. It really is a pleasure to have you. I do will admit last week that the conversation I had with David Walcott was just quite chill and motivational, both at the same time. Uh, It was all about developing our healthcare ecosystem. So this week, I am bringing back an episode that inspired me in such a profound and deep Intense way. But before I get into it, of course, I have some people to thank, and you know, gratitude is a must, right? And they continue to support the entrepreneurial you to make it go. You know, money makes the mayor go. HennikaWattkissupporter.com, the National People's Cooperative Bank of Jamaica Limited, committed to the growth and development of their members, Profit Jumpstarter, and The Jamaica Stock Exchange, whose podcast, The Jamaica Stock Exchange and You, is hosted and produced by me. So please do give it a listen as well. Here's a word from the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And after that, I will be getting the conversation going, at least a replay.
1: We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing, or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271
0: to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Today's opening business tip, courtesy of National PC Bank of Jamaica, Research Your Competition – It's important for one to do an analysis of their competition. You can't afraid to study and learn from your competitors. Do your research. You may find that there may be products and services you can offer your clients or customers that your competition cannot and they simply do not. When life knocks you down, try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can it's up. Les Brown, of course. And I am so excited this morning. I want to just start soaring. I feel like I'm soaring. I'm rising up like the phoenix. Like, you know, we all are. I'm just feeling like soaring this morning because that's what I'll be doing because I'm having an amazing conversation for episode 237 of the Entrepreneur You podcast with none other than the Les Brown. Now, Les, one of the world's most renowned motivational speakers, Les Brown, is a dynamic personality and highly sought after resource in business and professional circles for Fortune 500 CEOs, small business owners, nonprofits and community leaders from all sectors of society looking to expand the opportunity. For many, many decades he has not only studied the science of achievement. He's mastered it by interviewing hundreds of successful business leaders and collaborating with them in the boardroom, translating theory into bottom line results for his clients. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation that I'm having with Les Brown. Now, Les, welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to have you.
1: I'm so happy to be here. I do apologize for... The technical difficulties we had on this end, I take full responsibility. But it's a plumb pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege to be in the presence of greatness.
0: Absolutely. And I love how the alliteration is going. I love alliterations too. So yes, I love that. love, love that. I know you've been to Jamaica several times. So let me just start off by asking you, what's your favorite thing about Jamaica and Jamaicans?
1: Well, I was told that. <laughs> okay, here here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. I can't, I can't believe I'm going to share this, that my birth mother was down in, in Florida and cutting sugar cane and she met this guy from Kingston and he fixed up some curry chicken and she got pregnant. <laughs>
0: believe that story because it's, it's, it's <laughs>
1: highly likely it is highly likely <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i, I love know. the entrepreneurial spirit of jamaicans uh, the it's so much a part of me of uh, being a uh, no matter what person and when i look at my life and people ask me how did you get here against all odds having no money and having the complexion of rejection. How did you get here? And it's through being unstoppable and relentless and and just saying, I'm going to make it happen no matter what in pursuit of the dream that I had of taking care of my mother. As you know, I'm adopted, one of seven children, first a foster kid. So that was the, the drive that caused me to become unstoppable. My my willingness to want to give my mother a better life. And and one of the things about Jamaicans when they come to America, they don't come here to sit down on the couch and watch watch Netflix, no. They come in and they're gonna work five or six jobs. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it takes to get the job done.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. And uh, you know, we have one of your friends here too, who has said, has said to tell you hello. That's Alicia Little, and oh, she yeah. Yeah, she's online as well. So we have some amazing folks who have come here to listen to us have this conversation. And there is there is a line that you know a quote that I use from you all the time, and what has inspired me so many years that I've been listening to you and watching you, Les, and it's that when life knocks you down try to land on your back because if you can look up you can get up and god knows i have been through several of those circumstances and even now just trying to navigate my way through one where i felt that i was in the bottom of a pit right and this time in the bottom of a pit my face was turned downwards i'm thinking (laughs) yeah it was turned downwards and i felt hopeless but then reaching out and doing all the things that entrepreneurs do and and, and persons with positive mindsets do, what I did, I turned around on my back. So now I can look up and getting out of that pit. So you're no longer just there hopeless. So my question to you regarding that quote, which has inspired me and so many other people, what, you know, what led you to, to, to say those words, one, and how has those words really motivated and inspired you over the years? Because I know that you have been through lots of st- stuff yourself.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because life is full of disruptions and surprises. I'm 76, and I just laid eyes on my birth parents two weeks ago. You can't make this stuff up. I'm 76 and I just discovered two brothers and a sister that I have that I didn't know. My oldest son did a search on 23 and me, I think it was, and, and located them. And so you, you're going to have things. My favorite book says, Think it not strange that you will face the fiery furnaces of this world. You will, not you might, you will have tribulations. So that's a part of the process. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day that having done all to stand. And, and that stand is, it's courageousness and being resilient and coming back again and again and again. A friend of mine, Willie Jolly, one of my mentors that I've trained in speaking, uh, he has a, a saying that a setback is a setup for a comeback. We all have
0: comeback
1: power. (laughs) Yes, we all have comeback power. And most of us don't test ourselves. We're stronger than we give ourselves credit for being.
0: Yeah, we all have comeback power. Yes. That's the reality. That's truth. That's fact, no matter what. How do you activate it, however? That's the question.
1: You have to get to a point where you say, I've had it. I'm not going out like this. I'm not going to live like this. This is not me. See, life is a fight for territory. And once, Camille, that you, you, you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want will automatically take over. Frederick Douglass said something that's very important. He said, everything we get, when you think about it, we, we won't get it without a fight, but everything we get, there will be a fight. And so get ready. That's a part of the process. It's not personal. It's just the way that it is. Rise up, you mighty people, as Marcus Garvey would say, the first motivational speaker on the planet.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Your honorary Jamaican, we're, we're taking you. We're owning you. No. We all know that too, but many people, in spite of all that you've said and, you know, the, 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 the power to dig within, people give up. Why do you think people no longer fight? They don't think that they have a last fight in them and just give up. Why?
1: Um, first of all, people who give up have skinny children. <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. And number two, they don't know how strong they are and they throw in the towel on themselves. And so you don't know how strong you are until you have to be strong. We, we many times, throw in the towel on ourselves and our dreams and our gifts prematurely. It's hard. Mm
0: -hmm. And you have
1: to have a mindset that it's possible that I can do this, that if anybody at any point in time, had a dream or goal or something they wanted to do with their lives, then it's possible that I can do it too. And it's necessary that you not be a wimp. That's necessary. You go from being a warrior to a warrior. It's necessary that you're Mm -hmm. willing to fight with Mm -hmm. everything in you. And it's not over until you win. (laughs) Or the fat
0: lady sings, huh?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, but some people quit while she's clearing her throat. Oh,
0: word! <laughs> That's a word right there. All right, so let's. We we you said we we all don't know how strong we are until we we are put in a position that we have to be strong. And no doubt yourself. I mean, we we've, we've read your story, we've listened, we've watched, and we know that you have gone through some very trying circumstances. What was it that prevented you from giving up, from quitting?
1: Well, even now, as I talk to you right now. I, every morning when I wake up, I, I'm in, involved in a battle because I, I'm, I'm dealing with fourth-stage cancer for 29 years. I'm under the auspices of Cancer Centers of America. I get treatment every three months. But I had something that happened for me that was very beneficial, when we speak, just like your program, and I want to congratulate you for this program that you're doing that's transforming people's lives that you'll never ever meet. When you do your Thank program, you. when you speak in your speaking and your coaching, what we do is we distract, dispute, and inspire. How people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about themselves, because their environment because of the relationships, because of their observations, and the conversations that we are exposed to when we're very young. So having said that, when you look at our lives right now, many people have low sense of who they are. They they have not taken the time to discover that and how powerful they are. Mark Twain said that the two most important days in your life, the day that you're born and the day that you realize why you were born. And so people must be willing to work on themselves, to discover themselves. They must be willing to hold a vision of how they see themselves in the future and not buy into the distractions. We're living in a world now, they call it the attention economy. That, that, that things are so challenging right now, so many interruptions that you have to fight to get attention to yourself, to your story, to your products, to your knowledge, uh, to your business. And so you, this is a time where you have to make yourself stand out. And that's what I had to do as a speaker. I had to make myself stand out. I was a raisin in a glass of milk. Mmm. <laughs> All right. And, yes, and so so we have we we're strong. We're we're powerful. We're the children of the ones who would not die. And so therefore it's in our DNA to win. That's yes. why people work so hard to keep us down and put together systems to to keep us out and and to oppress us and to prevent us from advancing beyond where we are right now.
0: Yeah. You know, yesterday was my birthday and I posted well, a poem. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. So I'm getting my birthday present by even talking with you. So, one, you. Of thing, one of the I, things, I posted one of my favorite poems by Maya Angelou and it's, I rise, still I rise. You may write me in the very dust, you know, with your bitter, twisted lies, but I'm going to rise. I'm still going to rise no matter what. You said two things I want to touch on a a little more. One is the fact that you are thriving even in the midst of stage four cancer. Let's talk a little about things that may surround that because I know firsthand when your health is challenged, it attacks you or it, it, it affects you differently from when you have an entrepreneurial challenge, from when you have a relational challenge. Personally, there's a level of fair that would want to come around that because if you don't have health if you don't have your life then clearly purpose no your, your purpose no longer exists because you cease to exist when you were told about that initially you know your situation initially health-wise how did it affect you and what were what were the transitional phases that you've been through since then and how long ago has it been i think you mentioned it but remind us
1: It's been 29 years, but listen, listen to me closely. This person was very much like you. Dr. Alfred Golson. he was one of the most outstanding and brilliant oncologists in the country. He said, Mr. Brown, you have prostate cancer. Your PSA is 2,400. I said, what's that? He said, one to four is normal. "Mm." I said, is there anything else? He said, yes. I said, what? He said, Mm, It has metastasized to seven areas of your body. It's eating 43% of your T1 vertebrae. I said, seven areas? He said, yes. I said, wow. He said, why are you excited? I said, seven is my lucky number. (laughs) I said, I'm one of seven children. I was born February the 17th. Joshua marched around the walls of Jericho seven times. Naaman dipped himself in the river Jordan seven times. Seven is my lucky number. I said, is there anything else? He said, Yeah. And you're ugly too. (laughs) You you didn't call me ugly there? Yeah, you ugly. Whoa my God, this is wrong. This is a malpractice suit. He said, but you got this. I never tell my patients that they're terminally ill. What I say is that my talents, my abilities, and my skills have terminated. Now, you and God determine the prognosis. I determine the diagnosis. And as a result of that interruption, I left there with a heart full of faith. Most people in a faithful situation, they forget everything and run. But then there are others who because of that faith in their heart faith not tested can't be trusted they face everything and rise and I said I got this <laughs> In fact to the extent that the cancer rate in my neighborhood dropped by 97%. Wait a minute you you're not going down that street Les Brown lived down there. Oh, no, no, let's let's go find another street where they got a lot of wimps down there.
0: (laughs) No, you're just too funny, Les. I mean, I like how you're able to tell your story in a way that, I mean, it's something that's extremely serious, but at the same time, you've been able to share it in a way that, you know, it brings inspiration and light to any dark situation, any dark circumstance. You said something very profound, faith not tested cannot be trusted and that's that's a whole nother conversation right there that's a word that's a whole word that's a whole sermon right if you were in church you just say pass the collection plate because it's time to go and do a <laughs> benediction right I'm, I'm with you right there <laughs> mm-hmm. there are those who face everything and run then there are those who face everything and rise and it's all a matter of choice because whether you believe you can or cannot you either way you are correct Either way, yeah. you are correct.
1: We make choices, and our choices make us. See, fear is a choice. Faith is a choice. And my, my son, John Leslie, who's the motivational speaker, and he has on his answering service, your faith is a down payment on your future. Uh, but when people talk about fear, uh, many people, they talk about Zig Ziglar, you know, false evidence appearing, appearing real. real. But faith finding answers in the heart. Because where your heart is, there your treasure is also. And so Solid. most people are living a fear-driven life as opposed to a faith-driven life. And and that, that requires discipline. That, that requires pushing past the fear and embracing the faith that allows you to stand, therefore take you the whole armor. Armor. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, come on now. Yeah, man, let's yeah. preach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You alluded to standing out earlier. Now, huh, if ever there's a time we need to stand out, particularly in the digital age that we're in, is now. And of course, we know we're all faced with this global pandemic which we're Thriving, I miss everything else. We're, we're thriving, and I refuse to, you know, to say we're surviving. We're doing more than surviving, we're thriving. But how do we intentionally stand out, you know, when we're all clamoring for the same uh, customers? We're all clamoring for that same attention, for that same wallet share. How do we stand out, whether it's in entrepreneurship, whether it's in ministry, whatever it is our calling is? How do we stand out amidst the noise?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna check you on that. Majority of people are not looking to stand out. The Hmm. majority of people just want to get from day to day. They're they're in survival mode. But what it takes to live, the road to life is straight and narrow. And few there be that find it. Because few there be that are willing to hold themselves to a higher standard. Few there be that will be disciplined and focused and become a no matter what person. Few there be that are willing to sacrifice. Few there be that are willing to fight and to fight and to come back again and again and again. Now, most people put more energy into a concert or a football game or some type of sporting event than they do in pursuit of their dreams, in pursuit of the next greatest version of themselves, in pursuit of living a greater life and a life that will outlive them.
0: Wow. Wow. I know that all you've said, Les, you know, we can't achieve anything on our own. Just, just back. I mean, we have to put in that first effort, make that first step. I know that there are people who have influenced you in a very positive way. And perhaps along the way, you said some, you know, of those already, some of those already, but I want you to distinctively, um, distinctly name three persons who have been influential in the person you are today. And even now, I'm sure that there are persons still, you know, influencing you and those that would have influenced you over the years.
1: My mother, number one. Uh, I, I always say that I'm here because of two women. One gave me life, and the other one taught me how to live life, Mrs. Mamie Brown, all right? And, and Mike Williams, who wrote the book, The Road to Your Best Stuff, The Road to Your Best Stuff. He saw this Les Brown before I saw him. I wrote the forward for his book. And I just read great people. The first motivational speaker, Marcus Garvey. He was a master. And when you think about Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., these are bad brothers up in here, up in here. Up in here. It it helped me to appreciate the value of words. Part of what I'm doing now is teaching people how to tell their story, how to create an experience with their story, to transform an audience individually and collectively. And when I discovered... My superpower, you have it too. Your superpower is that is something that you love so much that you do it for nothing, but you do it so well that people will pay you to do it. A job is what you get paid for, your calling is what you are made for. I was called. Hey, hey. (laughs) I was called to train speakers. Can you feel a brother? Okay, hey. here. Up <laughs> <in> here.
0: <laughs> and speaking of that, I love that. I love how you responded because it gives me an opportunity to segue into what I want to ask you next. I know that you're big on succession planning, huge on that. So, tell us a little bit about that, you know, in terms of how your your kids are involved, your children are involved, but also how you're training other speakers and what are some of the programs that you're offering now?
1: Well, the program that I'm, I'm really focused on is, is designed to represent my legacy. And it's not for everybody. It's just for those who, who want to become a dominant voice in their niche. It's called Hungry to Speak. People can go to hungrytospeak.com and invest in themselves for the gold package. And what I do is, is, is extract a person's story, help them to organize it, and to teach them how to deliver it, and teach them how to monetize it. How I got here, when I speak in the United States, I get $70,000 an hour. When I speak outside of the United States, I get $225,000 an hour. And so they don't pay you by the hour, they pay you for the value you bring to the hour. And so what I do is teach speakers how to become so good that you can't be ignored. When I, when I came on the scene, there was nobody on these stages that looked like me. And I became so dominant in giving a presentation. i make a paraplegic, jump up and run. Mm, take no prisoners and eat the wounded. And I started their ears like Mike Tyson. Mm. <laughs> I love to make you laugh. <laughs> i can see it i said he is crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's that's a good thing i think that's what keeps you young because you don't look nothing like 76 you look nothing like 76 at all
1: oh you're very so, surprised.
0: I mean, perhaps, you. perhaps perhaps you're welcome perhaps you need to tell us a secret in addition to laughter what else is it
1: well laughter is very important it's it, it, it stimulates the lymphatic system but also is that you got to learn to laugh at yourself and understand that every day is the best day of your life. If you don't believe it, try missing one. <laughs> ah, come on now. Come on now. Yes, you know? You know I, I, I love the life that I live. It's great to be me, baby. Come on now. And I live the life that I love. I'm teaching people how to live life on their terms. This is a new space where we are, where we've gone from brick and mortar to click and order. And so now we have available to us at our fingertips access to information that we can reinvent ourselves, that we can choose what direction we want to take our lives in and, and what is it we're willing to learn. See, at the end of the day, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. But if you're willing to learn no one can stop you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's not going to discipline themselves to learn. They're rather listen to foolishness rather than listen to a program like yours that will help them to get a larger vision of themselves. Here's something that's very important. What you listen to, you turn into. Word. People say garbage in, garbage out. No, that's for computers. Human beings, garbage in, garbage stays, and it, it it strengthens two viruses before the coronavirus, HIV, hood infected virus, AIDS, addiction to incarceration and death syndrome. Mm. Mm. You, know, bleach, baby, come on. Yeah, I know, I it. know.
0: Like, yeah, give him the microphone. Hey, so <laughs> last week I was conferred with an award from um, Dr. Eva Island Islandpreneur of the Year. And she's based in St. Martin, doing amazing work, amazing, powerful woman. And she said something, I think she was quoting somebody else, but she said something that just because it's dark doesn't mean it's not a new day. Because midnight, it is dark, but it's still a new day. And so I'm going to ask you, Les, as we are wrapping up our conversation, I'm going to ask you at this time to, in light of what I just said, and in light of what you do so well, give your final thoughts, your words of encouragement, perhaps something you want to say that I never got a chance to ask you. Just take it away with that.
1: I say it's not dark. Hmm. I say, call forth those things that be not as though they were. I say, judge not according to appearances. There's Mm mind sight and there's eyesight. What are you looking at? (laughs) What are you looking at? Yes. What are you looking at? And, 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 and as Shakespeare says, nothing is neither good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. There's an African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Absolutely. So when I get up in the morning, I say, all things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. Lord, whatever I face today, together, you and I can handle it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's absolutely, I'd say absolutely. The people that are watching us right now, you have something special. You have greatness in you. You were chosen out of four hundred million sperm. God had something in mind. He said, "Ooh, I want that one. I want that one. no oh, hmm. There's another one. That one. That her name will be Carolyn. I want that one. Yeah, I want that one over there. His name Leon. Yeah, I want that one. Jamal. Yeah." You were chosen. There's something you have. You have built-in greatness, lying dormant, waiting for you to call it forth. Let me give you a little word up in here. Do I have just a minute, please? In the beginning was the word. And the word was. Was God. (laughs) Aye. Okay. Here's the next thing. Death and life is in the tongue. Most of us speak death rather than life. Here's the next thing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, whatever dreams that you have. And they asked, when shall the kingdom of God come? And he said, the kingdom of God cometh not by observation. They shall say, Is neither low here or low there. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And here's something in this is what you do in kingdom work. The kingdom is voice activated.
0: Solid voice activated. So you got to speak it.
1: You speak it and you back it up with work. Commit thy works, that's external work and internal work, unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Hmm. Oh, behave! Ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love Whoa, it. To I, work. I, I, I am well fed. <laughs> I am almost at a loss for words, and um, <laughs> persons know me know that usually I'm not at a loss for words. <laughs> I speak for a living, like you. I speak for a living, less.
1: Mm-hmm. But you I have fed you us. All.
0: You know who I am, yeah.
1: You have I fed said you. I'm in the presence of greatness. How do you, honey? Mm. Mm. <laughs>
0: You're checking me out. You're checking me out. But yeah, I am well fed because I'm in a season, and I believe we're all in a season that calls for this kind of inspiration. You know, I think it was Zig Zig, Zig, Zig Ziglar that says, Some people say that motivation doesn't last, neither is bathing, and that's why we do it daily right? That is why yeah. we do it daily. So I'm grateful. I'm just thankful. At this point, I am going to wrap. I know that you've shared with us already your where we can get your speaker, your, your course, Hungry for speak. Yeah, go to
1: hungrytospeak.com, hungrytospeak.com. And if right. they say that they heard me or saw me on your broadcast, then we have a special gift to send to them of motivation material that you can't get anywhere oh, else too. no ah,
0: i love it no. i love it i love it i love it thank you so much les i cannot tell you how much i'm grateful i'm humbled that you took the time i know how occupied your schedule is i'm not going to say you're busy because busy sounds you know like you're just busy doing nothing but you're you're very occupied you're very in demand and for you to spend some time with us this morning my community to inspire me inspire my community I am grateful. For years I have listened to you even before I had any idea of what I wanted to do, who I thought I was, who I knew I could become, even before all of that when I was searching for who I was, searching for that sense of self. You have been fundamentally that voice over and over in my ear, reverberating. And so to have this conversation with you, I am truly honored. I'm truly grateful. Thank you. Thank you to you and your team for making it happen. Thank you to my friends. Thank you to everyone here. Thank you to Alicia, my friend, Alicia Little. Thank you to everyone who has joined me to make this a reality. And today's money tip brought to you by Profit Jumpstart. The tip for today is invest small amounts regularly. You don't have to be rich to begin investing. Don't try to invest a large amount all at once. When it comes to investing, one one Coke or full basket, a little on a regular basis, goes a far way. Start small, work with what you have, and invest regularly. With time, your investments will grow into something substantial. Thank you so much for tuning in to this replay episode with Les Brown. Of course, many, many insights, many, many value bombs that were dropped today. And do send me your standout moment. I'd really love to hear it. Did you listen to it when it first aired? Did you listen to it live while we were recording it? You know, um, let me know. Let me know your standout moment. Please send me your feedback at Watkisporter at gmail.com. Or on social media at Henneka Watkins Porter. You know, I want you to follow up with me for all things podcasting. Follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Get in touch. Reach out. I want to connect. I want to hear from you. All right. And I close out with according to the scriptures. And it says today, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible for one who believes. Mark 9 verse 23. What good.